You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. All marketers know that growth loops are a great thing, and once you start viewing things through loops, you stop approaching acquisition, product, and monetization in silos. My guest, Mick Rigby from Yodel Mobile, goes one giant step further. He talks about the infinite app growth loop and how you can harness it to launch and scale apps that keep users coming back. All this and more in episode number 472. Welcome to Mobile Presence, your destination for everything mobile. I'm your host, as always, Peggy Ann Saltz, mobile analyst, tech consultant, senior Forbes writer, and founder of Mobile Groove. This week again, bringing you our bi-weekly and super popular series on retention marketing, powered by CleverTap, headquartered in Mountain View, California, with offices in Mumbai, Singapore, and Dubai. CleverTap is a retention cloud that empowers digital consumer brands to increase customer engagement and lifetime value. And as a part of this show, we shine a light generally speaking, on the marketers at major consumer brands who share how they achieve their retention and engagement goals. But in this one special case, we spotlight a company that helps brands and marketers achieve their growth goals. So it's a little bit of a switch, and we're going to also look at a new model that marketers can use to launch, grow, and scale their apps. So I've built it up. The suspense is there. Who are we shining a light on? Well, I'm speaking today with Mick Rigby. He's the CEO and founder of Yodel Mobile, which is a full-service global mobile agency. But as I said, the focus is on companies helping brands achieve their growth goals. So first of all, Mick, welcome to Mobile Presence. Hello, Peggy. It's, uh, it's lovely to see you again. Thank you very much for the time I'm, I'm, and I'm really looking forward to to this this 30 minutes of chat we've got. Well, absolutely. And full disclosure, Mick, I think that we have become something of the furniture in the mobile industry. <laughs> <laughs> um, off and on since there has been mobile, most likely. I know you really well. Our listeners need to appreciate that. Share some of your backstory with me. I know that we've been there. You've been there since the start. But, you know, you're much more than the founder of Yodel Mobile and probably had a few, who knows, maybe an app of your own in your past. Share that story with us. 
You're very kind. Yes, uh, for, for obviously for, for your viewers and your listeners, we, um, we, we go back a long way. I think uh, you and I, Peggy, have probably been in this industry 15 years plus. Um, yeah. I, I, for, for me, uh, I, I got into it just before the iPhone launched. So my, my background is uh, advertising and marketing. I'm a, a brand, I guess, a brand marketeer, um, a strategist understanding sort of long-term long-term goals consumer behavior how users of a product or a brand react and what makes them tick um so when i when i started uh, in the app space well i should say in the mobile space because the app the app space wasn't around for another good couple of years um after that you know a lot of what we were doing in the first instance was i guess educating um, educating dis- digital businesses to what the mobile opportunity was going to be, and then when the, when the app in infrastructure started to establish itself through uh, iPhone and Apple in the first instance, then looking at the opportunities w- that that were there for some of the very early pioneers in the app space, um, and what the, how those opportunities could translate into uh, businesses, um, brands, or brand extensions of a, a product offering usually in a digital environment um so yeah it's been it, it, it's been an incredible journey for as i say probably 15 or 16 years now how how the 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 speed of evolution in the mobile space specifically in in, in the app infrastructure um and you know comparing that to digital it's probably gone twice three times as fast primarily i think because a lot of the learnings that 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 happened within the early days of the web you know were were, were speeded up in 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 the app space because we knew about it so um it, it's just been it's just been an incredible ride it's also been quite a journey for app marketers i mean if you just think about the last year everything you know we of course there was the the reopening now there's a lot of demand for apps at the same time that that privacy and data are concerns of, as well so it's making app marketers think differently around acquisition and maybe also struggling with changing their mindset to more of a focus on retention what are you seeing at yodel mobile yeah i mean it, it, it you're absolutely right i think i think there's two perfect storms going on at the moment one is a perfect storm, storm of opportunity i mean coming coming out of the sort of the covid years and, and lockdowns you know the the, the the mobile and the app space specifically um has has grown you know i've, I've seen stats which say it's, it's probably sped up the growth of the space by about five or six years um so there's there's you know the consumers and this is really important i think i think what has happened over the last two or three years is that um users consumers have been more welcoming uh of the offerings that the you know the app apps will will give them the trust there they've turned to apps before perhaps they've turned to sort of web and digital offerings um and 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 that has resulted in i say huge 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 growth and opportunity for those businesses that are in the space the other perfect storm though is is the challenges um i guess from acquisition from an acquisition perspective and certainly a paid acquisition perspective you 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 touched on it just now when you talked about the privacy issues 
uh, you know, that, that Apple have brought in, you know, in terms of, you know, ensuring that you're opting in uh, to, to share your data. And, and obviously, Google are doing pretty much the same, or I should say Android are doing pretty much the same. So, you know, what that has done is is this, this land of milk and honey, which was the traditional marketplace for user acquisition, whether that's, you know, uh, channels such as Facebook or or, or TikTok or Snap or, or 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 even some of the networks that are out there now that the the data isn't readily readily available beyond maybe twenty to twenty five percent, you know there's a huge gap in terms of understanding and learning, um, and the ability to be able to target, retarget, look go for lookalike targets, um, and that has hampered a huge amount of marketeers because there was always that consistency. I spend this. I optimize it, I get a cost per acquisition of that. Um, now, because of that, I think it does emphasize the, the importance. It's always been hugely important, the retention of those individuals. But now more than ever, they're gold dust. When you've brought somebody to your app property, um, building a relationship and retaining those, those, those users uh, through providing the right service for them that they want, um, giving them uh, service over and above what their expectations are, but bringing them back into the app, encouraging them through traditional CRM strategies, through push or, or, or email uh, or even text to bring them back into the app is, is vitally important. So we're talking about automatically much, much more than we would have before if we're talking about a growth mindset and capabilities to grow. What exactly at Yodel Mobile, what are you doing and where do you play a role? Because it is bringing together a lot more than just what would fill the funnel. Now it's focused full cycle. Yeah, absolutely. Full cycle is is key. I think it's something that I mean. I guess we've been banging a drum for for, for many many years, um, but now more than ever, it is is super super important. We we have um, I guess we have a process that we've been working on developing for for a number of years. We call it um, infinite outgrowth loop because um, every everything's got to have a name, haven't they? Uh, but the 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 great the great I, I'm a great believer in looping. You know, it's about starting in a position, learning, testing, getting the getting the information of that testing, what the implication of that is, and then coming back to the start again. And and the infinite app growth loop is is very very similar, but it has stages. So, for instance, obviously acquisition is is key. Whether that's organic, whether that's paid acquisition, whether that's influencer, whether that's word of mouth, um, and and that acquisition is an uh, is is a click or a a visit to the app store uh, and specifically to your listing as as an app business within the app store so you have you acquire those users you take them to the app store the app store is and your app store listing is is probably it, it's both um heaven and hell because it gives you a shop window a global for a moment, Mick. I mean you say that so quickly but it's like that says a lot right there what do you mean by that uh, yes, <laughs> I do spin off into lots of different areas, Peggy. So forgive me, but yeah. So yeah. it's heaven. Yeah. Let let let's do let's do the white the the heaven first, shall we? Okay. So it's it's um, it, 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 you have a you have a shop front. Um, that I think that's the way that businesses should consider their app store listing. It's a shop front. It's a gro global shop front, and you can make it look as good 
and as enticing as you as you want it to be and that will encourage people to come into your shop and the displays in there are your you know your descriptors your images your videos that do two key things one is it, it obviously compels individuals to hopefully download the app but also and really importantly is it educates individuals as to what that what the the offering is what your app service is and ultimately how to use it so that is that is the joy of it the hell side of it is that everybody else has a shop front and everybody else has the same opportunity as yourself so what you need to do is make sure that your metadata is is good it is effective it's relevant to what you want you what you are trying to encourage people to be downloading the app for it's discoverable um and also that you will be able to compete with with other with other apps in the same space as you and not necessarily just in the same space uh, you know in other related services that are after the same people that you're after so you know the hell aspect of it is you've constantly got to be working on it you've got to be updating your metadata you've got to be updating your images you've got to know what's going on in the market you've got to see what everybody else is doing and react to that you have to make sure that you're educating people um and the hardest element of the health side of the app store is your app reviews you know you need to have four and five star reviews and you need to have a volume of those reviews and you need to have a regular uh, a regular turnover of those reviews you need new reviews every day because the algorithms behind the various app stores pick up on that so you know it's great it's a wonderful shop front that you can walk into and sell your wares on However, you know, you cannot just sit back. You have constantly got to be working at it and and and, and making sure it gets better and better each month. And you can't stand still. One side, that, that's probably one side of why you're calling it the infinite app growth loop, because the work also never starts. Now, we do have to go to break, Mick, but when we come back, we're going to talk about that loop, talk about that framework and what it means, why it is so important and how companies can acquire a growth mindset to take advantage of that model and many, many other aspects of what your framework offers. But we do have to get a break, so listeners don't go away. We'll be right back after the break. For maximum customer engagement and retention, choose CleverTap. CleverTap is a leading customer engagement and retention platform that helps digital brands maximize lifetime value. Over 8,000 apps around the world, including Vodafone, Star, and Sony, trust CleverTap to improve user engagement, boost retention, and fuel long-term revenue growth. Learn more at CleverTap.com. That's CleverTap.com. You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow. <laughs> I could really use Current. <laughs> I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. This is the story of The One. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, 
ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Are you looking for the best in WordPress speed, security, and scalability? WP Engine is a digital experience platform for WordPress. Powering digital experiences for large brands around the world. With easy-to-use site management tools and powerful do-it-your-way development features, WP Engine gives you the flexibility to build it your way. Improve your SEO and conversion rates with a faster site on WP Engine. Learn more on WPEngine.com. Welcome back to Mobile Presence. Of course, we're talking with Mick Rigby, founder and CEO of Yodel Mobile. And before the break, Mick, we talked about what I think is just a cool name, Infinite App Growth Loop. We talked about why it's important, what it enables us to do. That's what we have to get to here now. So tell me a little bit about how I'm going to use it. Yes. Yeah, so we, I think we only got to step two, didn't we, when we were talking no, about... We didn't, we didn't get very far, but it was, it was <laughs> because the context is part of the content here. So taking a step back, Infinite App Growth Loop, Give me my primer on it. Of course. So we, we talked about acquiring users, getting into your app store listing. We've talked about top line on ASO, why it's important, the heaven and hell of it. The next stage is obviously the activation. So once you've actually encouraged somebody to press the get button on the app store, that app then downloads to your mobile device. Um, hopefully they'll open it. And once they've opened it, that's when you need to activate those individuals. So it's a, it's a really important, well, all of these stages are really important, but this one's about um, uh, the initial point of, of, of activation, of making sure that the individuals, when they land on your app and it opens up, that it looks exactly like it says it was going to look from your app store listing. Um, so there's a connection, they understand. And then you need to be getting them to onboard. So uh, giving, uh, getting them to give you their, your email address, to register for push notifications, to, uh, to opt into data sharing. These are, these, are, these are key elements that can be driven through overlays and videos of education. So that's your third state, the activation of the, inter in, uh, the infinite app growth loop. So it's not as easy as it used to be, is it? Make. It's not. It gets a lot harder because the consumers are smarter. Their expectations are far greater and they're less likely to give you access to their data or accept push notifications unless you give them justification. So there's an awful lot of, of thought that needs to go into that third stage, the activation. After the activation stage, you have the retention stage. Now, now this is this is CRM at its at its finest ensuring that you're building up that relationship with those individuals uh, by giving them both in-app messaging, uh, messaging through push and uh, emails, um, and uh, even SMS where, where that is required to ensure that those individuals are being brought back into the app. And you do that by understanding how they're using the app, where they're spending time, uh, what they're using the app for, um, and what the opportunities are for them beyond what they're actually using that app for at this particular point in time. So getting the data behind that to understand what they're doing is vitally important to building out your CRM program for those individuals. And there is no 
one suit fits all solution. You have to understand those individuals and start bucketing them, bucketing them into the types of users that they are, what is compelling to them, what isn't, um, and what you can do to hook them to come back into the app. So the, the next step is what we call the feedback collection. Um, and this is where you start pulling out further data in terms of what and how that those individuals are utilizing the app and also utilizing that for things like app review management. Um, we touched on it earlier, the importance of your four and five star reviews. You can then determine who's using the app and who's having a good experience and then ask them when they've had a good experience. I, it might have been that they've just booked a holiday, for instance, or they've just got to, you know, the, the, the hundredth level in a game for instance. And, and that's when you want to ask them just to take a pause and leave a review. And obviously, if they don't want to do that, that's obviously fine. You know, you can send them into another area to, to maybe just find out if they have any issues. But if they do, get them there, get them to, to, to leave a review. And that's part of that step five. Then step six, the, this we call this the, 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 the conversion element of that loop. And that's converting. So monetization, upsell, mobilization, if it's a case of getting them to use the app more. So this is where the value comes into play. This is where the value to the business is, is once you have an engaged user and you know that they're very happy with the app, then start using this particular time now to see what you can do more for them, what they're prepared to, 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 to maybe subscribe to. Um, and once you've once you've gone through that stage, then you go into the advocacy stage, which is probably the final element of this loop. Um, and the advocacy is is obviously the social sharing, uh, referral, um, you know, getting getting them to share it with their their friends and families. Um, and and because you've actually built up this really strong relationship with them, this is an area that is, I guess. Uh, 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 relatively easy to do if you have gone through the loop um, and the, 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 those kind of users, those free users for want of a better way of describing them are absolute gold dust because it means you're obviously not having to pay page user acquisition for them. They're, they're coming to you through word of mouth, so they're obviously going to be more likely to engage and download the app. Um, and that's the loop, because what that then does, it takes you right back to the, the start. You need to restart reevaluating your strategies, overall uh, program, um, what do you need to improve, what, what, what is working really well, where do you make, need to make arguably uh, improvements to the app, the product itself. And then you start again. So you start acquiring more users. So that, in a nutshell, is probably two days of workshop. Um, <laughs> And we have the it distilled into just a few minutes. But what I do like about this, Mick, is that you're calling it a loop. You know, it's not a funnel. This is going to evolve and adapt. And I think that's also perhaps one of the lessons that marketers have learned, particularly sort of post-COVID, is that our behaviors have changed and they are constantly changing. And your loop allows for that self-correction, that sort of that saying, well, this worked, let's see what's going in the next phase. So it doesn't stop. It's not a funnel. It doesn't come down to an end. You know, yeah, it ends that, with advocacy, but it doesn't end with advocacy. That's a, that's a really good, I mean, I think that's a really good point, Peggy, because, you know, the, 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 there's, there's an element of, um, you know, finality with a funnel, isn't it? You get to the bottom of the funnel and it's that's it. And the reality is it can't be you know, you need to, what you've done is, you know, we, we are, we're very complex human beings. We have 
relationships we often go back to things and experiences that we enjoy and then we negate uh we we products and brands that you know haven't lived up for that but if you understand that there is a need to continually reinvent not necessarily the product but reinvent the communication and the contact you're then starting to get people back into the loop and i think i think you're absolutely right i think modern marketeers need to be start need to think in a loop kind of way rather than that sort of that that standard a to b to c linear we're not linear anymore Absolutely, we're not. And you've worked with a number of companies at Yodel Mobile. We could go through a long list of them, but I want you to use the lens of your loop. Look at what you're doing with your customers and share with me some examples just at a high level. We don't have to go into their names and details, but I think it's important to understand how do I get into the growth mindset? How do I grow through using the loop? So what are some great examples of, you know, keeping users coming back? What have you seen that works? Yeah, I, 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 you're right. There's a lot. I'm just trying to think one that would be really useful for your, for your listeners. We, we a few years back, we launched what is now one of the largest ride hailing app businesses across the European continent. And um, one of the, they were very focused on acquisition and rightly so, because they were competing against the likes of Uber. Mm. And as a consequence of that, you know, there's a huge amount of investment across multiple countries bringing people into the app. Now, because it's a ride hailing app, you're at an advantage because even if even if that app isn't being used, it's one of those apps that um, the individual won't delete from their device. And the reason being is there may be a time that they can't get that Uber and they need to get a ride home. And therefore, what do they do? They, say, they look on their device, they've already got two or three ride hailing apps that are in there and they go to the next one. So we were in a very good position with, with, with that particular business because it meant that the apps weren't getting deleted. So what we needed to do is, is reinvigorate and re, reconnect with those individuals and, and, and get them coming back into the app at the right time, at the right place. So we built out a really effective um, CRM program to, that was focused on the weather, um, when, when Uber was obviously doing surge prices, um, when uh, it was late at night and there were very few cabs around for instance, and a number of other key things. So it was a very intricate CRM program that was encouraging people to come back to the app at the right time, uh, rather than encouraging people to download the app um, and spend a lot of money on it. It was hugely successful. Um, and I can't quote you the figures, but it was in the tens of millions in terms of additional rides that were generated through that. Um, and, and uh, you know, it was, it was a, a huge pillar of the success of that particular app business over that that 12 month period that we, uh, that we in, uh, instigated this particular program. Now, the point, the point being is that the obvious solution, which everybody was actually looking at was that, right, how can we continue to acquire people cost effectively? But the fact is they had been acquired. They weren't deleting the app and they were there and, and they wanted to use the app. They just needed to be encouraged to do it. So building a program, studying that, looking at it and testing it was a really important part of that particular process. Um, and that fell directly into the, the, the you know, the infinite app growth loop that we were talking about earlier. Um, I've only pulled out a few key points for that, but it, 
but there is a lot more to, to cover off um, at some point when we have more time. That's tempting to get you back, Mick. I, I will, however, stay with that for a moment because it is really about keeping what you have. We are at a time right now where acquisition is very expensive. Obviously, it's very iffy and people are talking about all the value in just keeping your acquired users, keeping them coming back. So you've talked about an example of an app that has an audience you know, there's a certain need state. There, there's some certain factors playing in favor there. I'd like to close with just imagining we have a newly launched app and that app marketer wants to retain all their recently acquired users. What would your one bit of advice be to that app marketer? Oh, can, does it have to be one? <laughs> there's about... <laughs> give, me, give me then two. I'll give you two. All right. We do have okay. to close, but I, I wanted to get a feel for, you know, what's the most important thing? You know, the thing they need to do Monday morning. Yeah. So first and foremost, please, you have to understand the users. And, you know, I, I think we've got so much data at our fingertips. It's very easy to understand the what that those individuals are doing, you know, that they clicked on this or they, um, you know, they watched that particular video or they closed the app down. But what we don't understand as, as marketeers now, like we potentially used to 20 or 30 years ago, because we didn't have that breadth of data is the why. So why did they click on that button? Why did they watch that video? Why did they close that app down at that particular point? Um, and, and I think marketeers now to get to get in shape for the changes that have happened but are going to continue to happen as it gets harder to market uh, market to these individuals is to really start digging into um the, the why um so that that's one of the so that's one of my biggest requests for, for for marketeers is start understanding that particular element rather than just the what what's at the end of that what's at the end of that click um the second thing uh, is to make sure that you have the right platform and tools in place to be able to do CRM properly, to be able to understand who those users are um, and why they're doing what they're doing. So make sure that you utilize the best CRM tools out there. Um, I cannot emphasize enough how important it is to get the right tools in place. And there's a fortunate side to this because you're saying, you know, you need to look at the why. Well, you know, if you do have the right tools, you will be looking at those signals properly and you'll be able to sort of reverse engineer a lot of the answers in the human behavior. There's a reason why people do things. There's a reason why people do things with your app. You will find those answers. They are not elusive. They are there, but it requires, again, the right models, the right frameworks, like your infant growth loop, as well as the right tools. And, and also, I guess, the right frame of mind from the, from the company and the individuals to go, hey, let's look a little bit beyond what we've already got there. Let's dig into that and find out really what, why things are happening. So yeah, you're absolutely right. I would completely agree with you there, Peggy. The right tools in place, but also make sure that your, your head's in the right place to, 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 to ask the right kind of questions. Great segue, Mick. I couldn't hope for a better one because I want to understand how our listeners, how our audience can stay in touch with you and start to understand that growth mindset that we're talking about. What's the best way to stay in touch? Oh, so uh, so you, you can get in touch with me. So uh, 
either either through my LinkedIn uh, account, Mick Rigby at Yodel Mobile, uh, through our Twitter account, uh, Yodel Mobile, uh, sorry, at Yodel Mobile. Um, email us at info at yodelmobile.com. Um, um, and as you probably gathered, I'm quite happy to chat. So if anybody's got any questions, wants to get in touch, you know, I'd, I'd love to I'd love to find out what your challenges are and, and give you a bit of advice if that's what you're after. Absolutely. And I can attest to that. And your LinkedIn details are in the show notes. And in addition to that, some awesome, if you really want it, awesome music advice you'll get from Mick as well I have to say I say I have to say Mick thank you so much last time when we connected because my Spotify playlist does not resemble the one before it's like before Mick after Mick seriously oh, 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 oh. thank you Peggy well. thank you so much thanks so much for sharing and for everyone else yes that is a wrap of mobile presence. Mick, of course, sharing his journey and how he helps marketers and to help marketers and organizations drive customer connection and results for their business. CleverTap has curated the latest presentations from the CleverTap quarterly for you over on YouTube. That's the company's flagship event, offering insights around the state of the industry, latest platform innovations, as well as best practices you don't want to miss. So if you want to learn from the best, it's all over at the CleverTap quarterly playlist on YouTube. And if you want to keep up with me throughout the week or find out more about how you can be a guest or sponsor on Mobile Presence, then you can email me, Peggy. Peggy at mobilegroove.com is where you'll also find my portfolio of content marketing and app marketing services. You can check out this and all earlier episodes of our show by going to WMR.FM, or you can find our shows on Amazon, iTunes, Stitcher, Spreaker, Spotify, and iHeartRadio simply by searching Mobile Presence. And of course, don't forget video now and forever powered by The Groove on YouTube. So we are everywhere where you are, and that's the way marketing needs to be. So until next time, remember, every minute is mobile, so make every minute count. Keep well, and we'll see you soon. The opinions expressed in this WMR.FM program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of WMR.FM. Any rebroadcast, republication, or retransmission of this program without proper consent is prohibited. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.